0: In today's readings, we hear clearly how important it is for us to love God and our neighbor. Jesus says to us, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. So we recognize uh, this is really an invitation for us to meditate on what that looks like. Now, is it possible to follow this command of the Lord in a general way, while at the same time rejecting the particulars of God's revealed laws? I think this is an important question for us to answer for ourselves, because we see in today's world, many Christians, I think, struggling how to answer this. Many Christians today are are accepting social values that go against biblical teachings uh, that come from God. Either they believe that God's teachings have changed, or they are choosing to pay no attention to these contradictions So scripture is very clear that loving God means we honor Him and we obey His laws. Loving God is not a competition uh, with our good or with our freedom. So sometimes we struggle with this, you know, how come it's so difficult? When we take certain things out of God's revealed plan, or when we reject portions of God's moral code, we're not loving God, we're not fully loving God. We can't act as though we are good Christians and at the same time reject teachings of Christianity. So in the name of acceptance and tolerance and even in the name of love, we as Christians are being asked sometimes to accept sinful sinful behaviors. We're being asked to celebrate lifestyles or contradictions to our Lord's moral code. Christians are being criticized because we won't replace God's laws with an alternate human law. So we're given this choice. We can either be faithful to God's laws, or we can choose to follow what society is proposing as an alternate set of beliefs. It's not an easy choice, right? It's something we probably struggle with. When we have family members or friends or even, uh, you know, loved ones that we're close to that aren't Christian or believe that they're they're Christians but not holding to biblically-based Christianity, it's very difficult. How do we interact with them in a in a way that uh, they they feel loved or they feel appreciated? It's not always easy to do. We probably need to accept that the, we're going to face the possibility that being persecuted for our beliefs, for living a Christ-centered life, uh, uh, a way in which we honor God's laws, is just a reality right now. If we're faithful to Christ, we're going to be persecuted. We're going to face kickback from society. And we might find ourselves wondering, is, is this worth it? Is it worth it for us to continue to love God first when it costs us these friendships or relationships uh, or even just peace in our social circles? We cannot comfort ourselves with a living in a Christianity that doesn't conflict with society. Going to Mass, volunteering, having a life of prayer, these are good things, but they are not going to bear a lot of fruit if we don't remain faithful to God's law and love God first. So it's our duty as Christians to understand Christ's teachings. We are accountable for that, for knowing our faith, for knowing our faith and living our faith. Every Christian is is responsible for loving God and remaining faithful to his laws. Now, we can't be faithful to Christ while accepting different principles than what he himself taught us. Each of us must decide what will be first in our lives. I think all Christians right now are being tested in this way. It's been happening for a while, but more and more we see the path of society and our faith, and loving God, kind of going in different directions. There's this divergence that's happening. And so we're forced to choose, and it's not comfortable. It's not, uh, it's not easy. It's not something that we probably take a lot of joy in most of the time. So we struggle. We we find ourselves in these difficult situations where we don't know maybe how to respond in a loving way. Are there places where our faith and society still have common goals and commonalities? Yes, there certainly are. And sometimes uh, churches or Christians will try to put all their efforts into preaching the gospel from those limited places where there's that contact, which is good. We should do that when we can. But when society and God's values diverge different directions, what are we going to do then? You know, sometimes these churches or these individual Christians, when that's been their practice, they fall silent. Or they preach a gospel that's garbled or unclear, it's not biblical. Or they try to accommodate the gospel to the world's values. None of these options are faithful to Christ. None of them are loving God and his laws. This is sometimes where we see, I think churches, even in the Catholic Church at times, we focus a lot on social justice, because it seems like a safe place, right? There's, there's that place where we are serving other people, we're doing good for other people, and we don't have to really talk about our faith a lot. So it seems like a good place to invest and give ourselves. And it is, it should be, we can do that. Uh, but the question is, sometimes that causes us to start watering down the gospel and trying to be accepted by society, and it leads to this distortion of the gospel. Before long, our loving of God is not first. It's second or third or maybe just gone altogether. And rather, we're seeking society's approval. So this is a difficult reality for us to accept as Christians. Most of us don't really want to be confrontational. We're not really that confrontational, typically, as as Christians. We want to be kind. We want to be gentle. We want to be loving. We want to do all those things. However, there are times when loving God first means that we can't be that warm, fuzzy person that we'd like to be most of the time. Maybe we'd prefer that, but we can't always do that. It's not easy to give up the social social respect that comes from being in lockstep with society's ideas. And this is tough for us. This is difficult for us. On the other hand, we also can't just be a bunch of jerks, right? We have to be loving and charitable. um, And sometimes... Our response to all these things that we we recognize are different in society is to be mean. Sometimes Christians are very zealous, and that really can push them to, be, to kind of come off as haters. It doesn't do Christ's cause a lot of good when his supposed followers are unkind and uncharitable and, uh, you know, just mean. It doesn't help his cause. We're not going to bring a lot of people into the church by doing that. We, we, we follow God's commandments. Yes, we love God first, and we love our neighbor. So we need to do both. And as Jesus makes clear in the parable of the Good Samaritan, we are to love and care for all people, not merely those who we agree with or think like we do. So we are to love God first, and then we are to love our neighbor. That means when we are rejected, or when we reject society's alternative values or ideas, we have to do so with respect, with charity, and with kindness. It is not unkind or disrespectful to disagree with other people. Sometimes we get that sense from the world around us. Uh, when we hold fast to our Christian beliefs, that's okay. It's okay to be having a different viewpoint. I know it's uncomfortable, but it's okay to do that. It is possible to burn a bridges, though, or to be mean or to be arrogant And it's a difficult road to walk. Sometimes we kind of fall on one side or the other, so it is a challenge for us. There are many people who don't want Christ's teachings in the world right now, but we certainly won't make any converts if we are not merciful and not patient and not kind. This week, uh, we'll be celebrating all saints, and although it's not a holy day of obligation this year, it's a day to celebrate the saints. And something we might think about is we see in the lives of the saints that they have this ability to Uh, to allow Christ to live in them and to let the Holy Spirit guide them. The saints are both tenaciously faithful to Jesus and his church and at the same time incredibly compassionate and understanding and kind to those outside or inside the church. So my plea to you is, can we strive to become these balanced Catholics who really strive to live the fullness of the gospel? If we allow the Lord to guide us, we can become a witness to the truth of the Christian faith and also lovingly accept whatever treatment society or the secular world gives us. When we stand apart from the world, as we are meant to do as Christians, the Christian message will become fruitful in ways that we can't imagine. And when Christ lives in us, it is he that will change hearts. So rather than accommodating our beliefs to those of the world, we must more and more root ourselves in the truths that come to us from Christ. It is then that our love for God and neighbor will become evident.